Okay, we are back. Uh, this is the WFNY Browns cast uh, following the Browns crushing uh, loss to the Ravens 23-20. to I'm your host, uh, Joe Gilbert. I'm uh, solo again as uh, Taylor Jerzak, my uh, user partner, is off getting married, uh, cruising around right now, I, I would suppose, right now. So, uh, again, congrats to him uh, on, uh, on the wedding. Um, but yeah, uh, this is the uh, this is another WFMY Browns cast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Uh, we are brought to you by today BreakingTea.com. Uh, it's a great collection of T-shirts. Uh, they uh, they can do they they do all all the teams in Cleveland, uh, Browns, Cavs, and Guardians. So it's a it's a fun collection. If you go to Browns, uh, if you go to BreakingTea.com/slash/WFMY. Uh, you can get uh, 10% off on your uh, purchase. So that's uh, breakingtea.com. Okay. So uh, we are uh, talking about another loss here. Uh, it was a uh, it was another one where they could have won, should have won, uh, but they, again, fall short of getting that W. Um the offense was the was again the was uh was the failure today. Uh, it was a it was a switch from uh, most of the season this year. The uh, the Ravens the Ravens didn't do much on offense. Uh, Lamar Jackson, gosh he he had he only had he only had uh, what 120 yards passing on nine passes, and then he rushed only 59 yards. So if I told you that before the game, I, I don't know. I don't know how many Browns fans would have said, oh, we were going to lose this game, but somehow the Browns did. The defense defense could play one team, it seems like, right now. <laughs> Joe Woods knows how to defend one team, and that's the that's the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. You wouldn't think that because that would be one of the harder um, matchups in the league, but uh, here we are, and the Browns have uh, successfully defended them again. But uh, the offense failed. Uh, they had, beside for pretty much the in, instead of the, after the first drive or first two drives of the game, and then probably what the last two drives of the game, they didn't do they didn't do what they should have. Um, the offensive line was bulldozed for much of the game. They couldn't run for much of the game. They they did they didn't run because they were getting killed at the line of point of attack. Uh, um, for I think it was in the third quarter, they were averaging 1.9 yards per carry. They finally got it together uh, towards the end of the third quarter into the fourth quarter um, when the uh, offense line started to play well, um, at least in the run game. Uh, Nick Chubb started to get going, and he ended up with 91 yards. So um, he had a good game, but uh, he just it just wasn't enough. It wasn't they just had too big of a a time frame where they couldn't do anything. Brissett, what Brissett, as we have now learned, when he is uh, stuck with being the uh, catalyst for this offense, it's it's not good. Um, he struggled. They couldn't do much of anything. Um, yeah, so uh, Browns are uh, fall to two and five, which is just not where we all expected it to be. Uh, at least what I expected, but um, here we are. Um, well, let's talk about kind of the end of the game there. Um, that was the tough part. They So they get the ball back with about three minutes and 12 seconds left. Um, 
after a great uh, fumble, forced fumble by uh, JOK, um, Jeremiah Wusukormoa on defense. Got the ball back uh, around the 20-yard line, so they had to drive down the field. Uh, Jacoby made some great plays on that drive, I have to say. He he eluded some rushers, uh, got some yards with his legs, and then made a great pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones for a big game to get over uh, midfield. Um, then it kind of went downhill. Um, the first play of like the drive, the final series or final set of downs, uh, started off with a pitch to the tight end. Um, if you saw the actual the if you saw the what the Ravens did against trying to defend the run on that play, it wouldn't have helped if they passed it off to the running back either. I think there's two defenders going towards. Uh, Chubb, I believe it was, on that drive. Um, so the run play wouldn't have worked either. Um, it was they – were, they were definitely trying to make uh, Jacoby beat you, beat them, and uh, he couldn't uh, on that drive. He, it was um, – like he did do a, a nice second down pass where he got to a manageable third and, third and two, but he made a, uh, he made a deep pass. I, it was one of those things like you're – you wish he didn't have to make that home run play. It was there, but I don't think he needed it there. It ended up being a pass on Amari Cooper. Um, obviously, it was by the rule that uh, was an offense best interference. I was, there's so many times I see in the NFL where that's not called, but here we are. Um, it is what it is. It was the right call by the rules. Um so that pushed him back to third and twelve, and and I believe they uh, he scrambled for a uh, about a five or six yard game to force a fourth fourth and uh, five, which they try to kick a field goal. Um, that uh, that's the that's going to be the controversial uh, play that we talk about for the next couple next week or here. Um, they call a false start on the Browns on number sixty eight. Um, it, it, it was, it was a very controversial call. Um, it sure looked like the Ravens were the ones offsides. Um, nevertheless, they, that pushed them back five more yards. So it was a 60 yard field goal for Cade York, which is just extremely hard for anybody. Um, and, uh, the kick was blocked, so it wasn't really on Cade. Cade just had it. It was... He had to kick it low on those kicks. He got to kick it low and to make it that distance. And uh, the Ravens just somehow got it deflected and uh, the Browns lose. They did get it back at the end of the game, but it was what, 12 seconds left on the, on the 25 yard line. Uh, that's, that's tough for any offense to do. So Browns lose. Um, it just, I, it's tough to, I know you can blame the refs and the kind of controversial calls at the end that kind of, swayed it into the Ravens uh, Ravens hands. Uh, they also missed a, a uh, roughing the passer on that on the DPJ uh, long pass on the final drive. Brissett uh, was hit very late, hit very hard to, uh, by two defenders and there's no penalty. so kind of kind of rough uh, Browns need need all the help they can get and uh, they didn't get any. they got kind of kind of blasted by the refs too so <clears throat> but uh nonetheless the browns lost it's it was on their shoulders the offense didn't do enough you, you can't you can't 
be absent from absent from the game for what two and a half quarters because they didn't do anything after that first two drives and then middle of the third end of the third is when they started to get it going again. Um, it was it was just too late, too many, too much time to allow the Ravens to get get ahead, and uh, this team is not built to fight from behind right now with with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be another week um, of questions. Like, where, where's this? The, next week is a must win. <laughs> We'll talk about this in our preview next uh, week, but Browns have to win. Like they, they, if they lose the Bengals this season, it's 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 looking bad right now. But if they lose next week, you can pretty much market uh, market for next year. Um, so uh, we are uh, we're at that stage where games are going to be must wins. Um, because they they keep failing in these late game situations, um, and it's another another close loss. They've lost five games this year, and all four of those games were close under what five points, I believe it was. I believe it is, and uh, that's just it's crushing. It's uh, another uh, another bad loss. Um, What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access. Yeah, the uh, kind of the, what I want to focus on now is just like the the offense. It's just it just seems like it's one thing after another with what they're with what they're struggling with. They they're the script. The first script um, drive of the game was great. Um, Stefanski is probably one of the best script writers of first drives in the league because they score they score on that drive pretty pretty frequently um and then but after the after those two drives they just kind of stalled the offensive line was getting crushed by the baltimore front um they as i said about midway or towards the end of the third quarter they were averaging 1.9 yards per carry and that was or 1.5 yards per carry and I think it was. I think uh, Chubb was only averaging two point nine yards per carry. So it's not like it's not like giving him the ball would have been successful during that period of time. They just kind of started blocking well in the end of the game. Like as if you can, if you go back to watch it this week, um, just take a look at early in the game. They were just getting crushed in the, on the front. Offensive line played really bad. They, they just didn't. Let's see, and, and then pass protection, they were getting crushed. It was not a it was not a good day for the front. Um, I know they were out, out without Wyatt Teller, but one guy being down should not be the detriment of the whole entire offensive line. Jedrick Wills played bad. He's been playing better in the last couple weeks, but this one was a uh, this was not a good game. He gave up some rushes, and uh, it's just not it was not good for the uh, the offensive line. Um, 
in terms of Jacoby Brissett, he was up and down. <clears throat> um, the Brissett kind of showed some nice plays with his legs, but then he, he would sit in the pocket. He caused a couple sacks on him because of just holding onto the ball. He held onto the ball way too long and on a couple occasions, and it, it just killed him. Um, so that was his accuracy was better. Um, he completed what was his completion percentage? So twenty-two of twenty-seven. So a lot better uh, than last week, and um, back to kind of his normal accuracy. Um, it seems like he's sixty percent, so he's above that. Um, but uh, he wasn't. He was still wasn't good enough. He, he missed some plays out there. Um, but that's that's who Jacoby Brissett is, and they shouldn't. They don't. They they can't rely on him to be the guy to win the games. The this rushing attack has to be better. The run, the blocking has to be better. That was a that was a bad performance by the offensive line. They they took way too long to kind of get going, and it, and by that time it was a little too late. They. They just they took too much time to start kind of grinding the ball, and uh, I, I know people kind of go back on Stefanski on why the heck he didn't run the ball more. But if you look in the first half, I just want you guys to go back, go to the first half. The offensive line was getting crushed up front, and you, you're not going to waste your time when you're averaging 1.5 yards a carry. You're not going to waste your time running the ball. Um, and when that happens, you're putting it on a quarterback that um, that is not built for uh, being the uh, leading catalyst of an offense. So it's a it was a tough spot. It, it, it the in the middle of the game looked like the Patriots game and uh, how the Browns were defended. The the Patriots uh, went out full full stop on the on the run game and and try to force Brissett to beat them, and and he didn't. Ravens did that too for three uh, for much of the middle of the part of the game, and and Brissett couldn't beat them. But um, luckily, the Browns kind of got their their mojo back when the uh, O line was producing bigger holes in the towards the end of the third quarter into the fourth. But it was again way too late. They uh, they went down. I believe it was 10, 10 points uh, at that point. So um, they they just they're not a team with a margin of error. With Jacoby Reset, there's just no margin of error. Um, they can't they can't fall in these big holes and kind of dig back because he's just not that type of quarterback to do that. Um, so that's yeah that's basically the offense. They did have some big games through the air. Uh, David Joku was lost uh, midway in the third quarter, I think it was. Uh, but he had seven catches for 71 yards still. So he was their leading reception guy. Um, and then, but Amari Cooper led the team in receiving yards, and Donovan Peoples Jones also had, some, had that big catch. So um, through the air, there's definitely some production there, but uh, just not enough. Um, and then on defense, that was their best performance of the year. <laughs> I just hate that they, <laughs> that this, this offense kind of, kicked it away they let they let this great performance kind of go by the wayside uh because the browns defense they they did everything they could they really did (coughs) excuse me 
Um, yeah, holding this offense to 254 yards and and just 23 points, I, I I don't know what else you could have asked for. Yeah, they did give up some bad run on a couple drives. They were just gouged by it was like the supposed to be beginning of the first half, and then late in the game they were gouged by the run game. But we kind of knew that coming in. This team is is weak up up the middle, and they were gonna gouge us, but. They did the Browns pass rush was great. I don't know how many passes pressures they're gonna get uh, officially, but they had five sacks. Like if you had five sacks, um, you should win the game. And oh, sorry, three sacks. Sorry, Baltimore had five sacks. Uh, Cleveland had three sacks, but uh, there's numerous pressures. Um, they blitz more than usual, and and that kind of got. Lamar and the and the Ravens offense a little in the in the muck there. So it was it was Joe Woods stepped up today. I know. I wouldn't have thought that before the game, but uh, somehow this is just a good matchup for Joe Woods. He he knows how to defend Lamar and uh, he does he's done it well in his career so far. Um so I can't really take anything this there's just not a lot of things you can take negative with this with this defense today. Um, they did their job. The offense didn't. Twenty we if, coming into the game, we knew twenty points was not going to be enough for this offense to win the game, and it, it came to be true. Um, close, like I thought. I thought twenty seven would be have to be the win, but it, it just took twenty four points, and uh, Browns offense couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, shout out to the defense. The pass rusher is great. Miles Garrett was dominant. Um, yeah, the the secondary didn't give up any really big miscommunications, which was a good sign to see finally. Um, yeah, Deion Jones played today. Uh, I'm I'm wondering if we'll see him more um, as the season goes on and less of J- Jacob Phillips because once again Jacob Phillips was was being bulldozed in the run game. Uh, he, he's struggling tackling, and there's some obviously bad drives where the tackling was awful again. But um, for the most part, you can't you can't blame this loss on the defense. This is this falls squarely on the offense, and I, I can say the special teams. The special teams, the special teams did not play well either. Um, they allowed a, a big punt return to get uh, Baltimore in in uh, scoring position. Um, they, Justin Tucker is just dominant. They, they were completely, it just was like the difference between, between the Ravens special teams and the Browns special teams was just as wide as Lake Erie. As I said, it was, it was a huge difference. Cade York was fine. He was, he made his two field goals. Um, he, he obviously missed the last one, but, uh, that was blocked and it was 60 yards. So hard to kind of blame a guy to, that was blocked in for a 60 yard field goal. But um, there was a, uh, a situation where the kick return, we had some poor kick, uh, one kick return where we shouldn't have uh, returned it. Um, it just, it just, it just shows the difference with how good a, a special teams can be towards your team and how helpful it can be. Their puncher was great. They, they consistently flipped the field position um, he, I think he had a he had a sixty nine yard field uh, punt. Um, 
Now Corey, our our kicker, uh, our punter, uh, had a had a good game too, but um, it just showed kind of how 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 important a really good uh, special teams was uh, can be for a team because it helped helped the field position and uh, it helped the Ravens offense that was struggling to score points because a lot of the a lot of the scores from Baltimore started in. in positive field position for them. Um, let's see. So their field goal, they started, the first field goal was, uh, um, was a, a regular, a regular drive, but they started, um, they started a, uh, the, the second field goal of the game for uh, Baltimore was on, on Cleveland's field side of the field after a, uh, Really good punt return by Devin DuVernay. Um, got him into that field position, um, and then the they also they had a good drive. There's one drive where at the end of the second uh, second quarter, where it was pretty much um, pretty much uh, Lamar Jackson being Superman, <laughs> as I said. So, um, but yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, it was uh, it wasn't great a special teams day again, um, but yeah, the, the, when the team is struggling, you got to have all three phases of the game kind of help out. And today it was uh, partial performances by the offense and the uh, and the special teams, and the defense kind of played them at one of the more complete games uh, of all three phases, which. If you said that before the game, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many people would have believed me. So, yeah, it's a it was a rough loss. They are now uh, two and five. Um, Cincinnati won today, so they are uh, now going to be, I believe, two games back. I believe they're four and three, just like Baltimore. So they're two games back. Next week's a must win. Uh, they're playing the Bengals on Halloween on Monday night. They got a long week here. So extra days of rest and uh, kind of strategy to get ready. They because this Browns have to win this. Um, if they don't, I it's going to be a huge uphill battle to get back into this playoff race. They're barely they're barely hanging on right now. But thanks for the AFC North's uh, struggles early on. Uh, they are holding on for dear life. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, not much else to say. It's just another tough, another loss where just a few things go wrong and uh, they just couldn't couldn't get it over. Couldn't get the uh, couldn't get the uh, right things to happen, and uh, that's all it takes in the NFL. A couple things go the wrong direction. A couple calls, a couple uh, throws, um, and and you lose. So. Yeah, not much else to say about this loss. It's it's another tough one, and uh, we'll see how they kind of come out of this because next week is going to be a big game. Big game. It's a must win. And uh, as uh, as uh, Derpy Gaming says, uh, well, at least we have a Cavs, which is good. Yeah, we have the Cavs tonight. Um, home opener is tonight. So uh, kind of some positive things after uh, last night they got dominated the uh, Bulls. So it's going to be a fun, fun night there. Um, but uh, 
here they are. Browns are sitting at two and five, and we'll see what happens this week because it's it's going to be a must win. Uh, thanks for joining me. This is the WFNY Browns cast with just Joe today, um, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And uh, I'll see you again uh, this week for the preview of uh, the Bengals game, probably around Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining me, and go Browns. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.